Welcome to the Awesome Power of Learning, a conversation with Mary T. Ortiz, our head of school, and Kathleen Pacious, Ocrest class of 2004. Thank you. So, um, so it's really exciting. Uh, this afternoon, we have um, Kathleen Pacious, who graduated from Ocrest in 2004 um, and earned a PhD in Ireland um, in English um, and is taken on a really fantastic job as the head of development at Rosemont School in Dublin, Ireland. And Rosemont is a sister school of Ocrest. So Kathleen is, um, is taking this great challenge of um, helping the school um, really fundraise and grow and develop in new and exciting ways. So we're happy to have her with us today. Thank you, Mary. So I'm going to um, take advantage of this excellent opportunity to talk you know, deeply with an, uh, a young woman who's received an Ocrest education from grade 8 through 12 um, a number of years ago, but still it's Ocrest. And I just want to take the opportunity to ask her to maybe tell us um, some of the, the things that she prizes most about her at Ocrest education and how it served her you know, as a student and a professional in these years. So Kathleen. Great. OK. Um, well, choosing the right memories is always hard. But one, just to start with, when I finished at Ocrest in 2004, and I went to University of Mary Washington to start my degree, and I remember sitting in a cafe in Fredericksburg, Virginia, and I had this new friend, um, and she had gone to a school in the area, and she just said to me, and over coffee, you know, there's something different about you. And I was like, oh no, what do I have on my face, or what is, what is she talking about? And she said, no, no, there's something different about you. You have this confidence, and I think it's because you went to Oakcrest. And I was like, really? Because when you, when you have experienced something, you think it's really normal until you go into a new situation or a new environment and other people don't have that. Yes. So that was a huge thing for me. And it's something looking back that I could see growing in me in my time at Oakcrest. And that confidence, I think it came from a number of things. Um, one way, definitely the relationship between the teachers and the students. Mm -hmm. There was a real bond of trust there. And the teachers saw us as trustworthy mm -hmm. and as very free individuals mm -hmm. and um, as much as they could be were, were friends with us mm -hmm. without you know jeopardizing their their teacher relationship with us and that was really important to be believed in to be taken seriously to be encouraged but even more than that I think were, were the the friendships that I made mm -hmm. so high school friendships can always be challenging mm -hmm. and there can be uh, there's always a challenge, I think, with an all-girls education. There's a fear. What yeah. will her friendships be like mm -hmm. because of what we see all the time in the media and mm -hmm. the fear of bullying or cliques mm -hmm. or gossip. Mm -hmm. But at Oakcrest, the friends that I had were deep. They were encouraging. They were challenging. They were honest. They were so good that when I got to college, I was really lost because mm -hmm. I was like, I don't, need, I don't have these friends anymore with me. And I had to make new friends. But th those were the kinds of people I was looking for, those who would back me up and mm -hmm. support me and encourage me. Um, so any, any sort of, uh, downside to girls' education was, you know, didn't happen yeah. because of the types of friends that I had here at Oakcrest and the support that we got from the teachers, from uh, the chaplain, Father Ron, from the leadership of the school. So, I mean, those two things were, were critical. Yeah. And when that's, um, interesting, because I, I was going to ask you, um, and you've sort of already addressed it, but if you were to talk to parents who were looking for a school for their daughter, um, 
what would you say to zero in on? And, and um, you've kind of talked already, though, about the impact. So it's a really important choice that they're making. Do you have any tips? I mean, what if their daughter doesn't want to go to an all-girls school or wants to be with her friends? I mean, parents have obstacles um, in this whole school search. So do you have any like yeah. tips that you could yeah. pass um, on? I think it's challenging. I think parents... Um, a lot is asked of parents, and it's it's hard to be a parent, and it's hard to make the right choice. A lot of the times, and not make, and it's easy to make mistakes, and you're going to make mistakes, and that's life. Um, I think as a parent, especially of a middle schooler, you actually know your daughter better than she knows herself. Yeah. I think that's a really critical role. I think that's a great point. Um, I just wanted—I didn't mean to cut you off, but if you were. Um, Okay, so the parent, you know your daughter better, um, so take the lead role. Okay, I know, I know it was now. You mentioned making mistakes. Um, that It's very hard to watch your child make a mistake, mm. obviously, or watch anyone you love make a mistake or fail or in any way. Um, what, and there's such a pressure on kids now, especially, I would say, girls take it to heart very much, the n- desire to be, you know, all things to all people, to be perfect. What about failure? Um, what about what did you pick up from Oakcrest on that score? What I loved about Oakcrest is you were able to be um, very multifaceted. You know, it wasn't just people who were good at sports or good at music or good at academics. There was this ability to grow in many areas. Mm-hmm. So you could be into sports and the musical and academics, and that was actually cool. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't this sort of, oh, no, she's like that mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. kind of typecast. Mm-hmm. So in terms of failure, um, you're right. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves as mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. and as girls. And I think nowadays girls put even more pressure on themselves um, to be perfect on all levels. And no one can be perfect. I mean, mm-hmm. so we're going to die and still be imperfect. And that's mm-hmm. just learning to accept that. But I think one of the things about Oakcrest is that you're really – People are really happy for you to be you. Mm-hmm. you know? You're never kind of shoehorned into fitting a mold. You're really encouraged to be yourself. I think that's one, one of the reasons why the girls here are so confident is because they're being themselves. Yeah. They're not being somebody else. They're not trying on a role. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to impress. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're not afraid of being themselves. And that, that lack of fear is mm-hmm. something that I think is critical for mm-hmm. girls as they become women entering the workforce to have that resilience, to get back up, to stand on their own two feet, to really make a difference mm-hmm. in society. That, I mean, I'm, I love what you're saying, obviously, and I definitely see that here every day. It's, it's real. But do you think, um, like, where do you think that comes from? Do you think it comes um, because the school has um, the perspective of faith? Um, or does it come from mentoring? You mentioned the chaplain. Where do you think that comes from? I guess where are the where are the girls getting this message that they it's okay it's not only okay it's wonderful to be yourself. I think it's the whole picture. I mean the fact that Okras has confession every day means we're anticipating that we're making mistakes. You know it's there because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, the chaplain who was here, Father Ron, when I was in Okrest was um, was amazing. Was absolutely amazing. Is one of the fondest memories that I have of the school. And the things that he would say to me, things he would say to our class, to the school itself, people saw him as a real father figure, really mm-hmm. as a grandfather figure yeah, for Oakcrest. So that was critical. I mean, it was did uh, going to Oakcrest really, you know, helped me make my faith my own, and that was a huge part of growing up and growing in confidence. So I, d- I do think it's multifaceted. I think mm-hmm. it comes from different angles. 
And I think one of the reasons that it works is that what you get from Oakcrest doesn't depend on one teacher or another. It's yeah. the whole school. Yeah. So it's not that, oh, well, that was Oakcrest in 19-whatever, mm -hmm. 2004, and it's, it's no, Oakcrest has its mission. No, that's excellent. And my, I guess one of my la um, a question that's in the back of my mind um, is you've done some interesting things um, after school. You majored in English. You went on to get a Ph.D. in English. You're certified as a teach a secondary school teacher in Ireland. Um, you've worked with, I mean, lots of things, young people in different capacities, and now you're doing kind of a business type of job, if you will. So how did how do you do that? How how do you change? I guess from what you originally studied, how do you move through um, different? I don't know different responsibilities, mm -hmm. seemingly with ease. But how how do you how are you prepared to do that? Yeah, um, that's a great question, and I think part of it is seeing life as an adventure. Mm -hmm. So when when I graduated from high school, I didn't have a clear picture of what I wanted to study what I wanted to be when I grew up mm -hmm. or any anything like that. For me, it was very hazy. And I think part of it was that I learned at Oakcrest, that I learned from my family, was being open, being mm -hmm. open to experiences, being open to what you can learn from other people, being open to learning about yourself all the time. So growing in self-knowledge, I think, was, was key mm -hmm. and was critical. Um, my PhD in English, I loved doing a PhD. I loved studying literature. I loved teaching English. And that transformation from doing my PhD in Galway to moving to Dublin, working in development for Rosemont School, um, helping a, a school grow in a fundraising capacity. It's been a really um, exciting change, actually. And one of the one of the great things about a PhD, you know, if I'm going to sell that a little bit, mm. is it does teach you how to be an independent worker, and mm. it teaches you how to be a self-starter, and teaches you how to think deeply, mm -hmm. how to make connections, how to set goals, how to do long-term project management and how to love something. Because mm -hmm. you really yeah. only do a PhD if you love something. Yeah. And if you don't love it, just it, I would stop, I would give up. Yeah. So I loved what I was doing. And um, what I was also learning to love at the same time was my new home in Ireland. Mm -hmm. And the culture and the society and the educational system and the people and the, um, the, the differences, the differences yeah. between Ireland and the, U and the US. So um, stepping into my new role in Dublin has actually been a really nice, mm -hmm moment of departure from academic life. Mm -hmm. um, I think I had that bridge mm -hmm. going from the PhD to doing my, my teacher training for secondary school, for high school. And it was actually very nice to be rubbing shoulders with people who are doing these jobs day in and day out, very much in the thick of things, rather than me kind of thinking about my ideas and mm -hmm. what I'm going to do with them. So working in development, what I love about it is I'm very much at the heart of the school, mm -hmm. and I'm at the heart of what Rosemont's trying to do in educating women in Ireland for the future yeah. and changing families for mm -hmm. the better mm -hmm. and really impacting people in terms of faith and virtue and mm -hmm. professionalism and character. Mm -hmm. And what I do in development is share that vision, communicate that yeah. vision. Yeah. Yes, in a business way, but that just makes it quantifiable. You yeah. know, that just makes it something you can measure. Yeah. And that makes it kind of easier yeah. rather than just being this abstract yeah. ideal. Yeah. So it's fascinating. It's I love working with people. I love that it's a project, that it's for the big picture. Mm -hmm. And that's all of that I learned from my PhD. Yeah. So it was actually quite an easy transfer of skills. Yeah. And what I like is that it's a stable job, whereas yeah. for most academics, yeah. there's much more mobility. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I have I've had a, a lot of mobility yeah. in my life, so it's nice to be settled so somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Well, Rosemont is really lucky to have you. I'm glad that Ocrest could contribute <laughs> to uh, Rosemont Rosemont's present and future. 
So um, it's been great having you, Kathleen. Congratulations, and thanks for everything. Thanks, Mary. Okay.